Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Jesus, the Word of God. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready and hungry for more of you. Father, we know that the more of you we put into ourselves, the happier we'll be because true joy comes from you. So, Father, we come today for more. We're ready to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, Jesus, the Word of God. In these end-of-the-end times that we are living in, many people say that they are Christians, but they have lost some of the true meanings for being a Christian. And one of those key things is the Word of God, the Bible, and Jesus. You see, there is no true belief in Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior without believing all of the Bible. And contrarily, there is no Bible belief without believing Jesus is the one and only Savior of the world. We can't separate the Bible and Jesus. We can't just pick one or the other. They are the same. Sadly, picking one or the other is just as bad as picking neither of the two. Let's talk about Jesus, the Word of God today, and start reading in Revelations 19, verses 13 through 16 in the Amplified Bible. 13, he, of course, talking about Jesus here, is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. My friends, when Jesus comes back to this earth, he'll be in a robe dipped in the blood that will save Christians that truly believe in him. And his name is the Word of God. 14. The armies of heaven, dressed in fine linen, dazzling white and clean, followed him on white horses. 15. From his mouth comes a sharp sword, his word, with which he may strike down the nations and he will rule them with a rod of iron, and he will tread the winepress of the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty, in judgment of the rebellious world. My friends, many people talk about the love of God, and that is so true. But few talk about the wrath of God, the judgment of God, and this rebellious world will find out soon that God is also a God of judgment. 16, and on his robe and on his thigh, he has the name inscribed, King of kings and Lord of lords. Praise God. Now let's go to 2 Timothy 3.16 in the Amplified. All scripture is God-breathed, given by divine inspiration, and is profitable for instruction, for conviction of sin, for correction of error and restoration to obedience, for training in righteousness, learning to live in conformity to God's will, both publicly and privately, behaving honorably with personal integrity and moral courage. Wow, folks, so many people have totally twisted the Word of God. They believe that some scripture might be God-breathed and they pick and choose what makes their flesh feel good. But see, God inspired all Scripture. He's the Word of God. And part of that is for conviction of sin, 
If we stay with the Word of God, we'll know what godly marriage is. We'll know what an innocent baby is. It'll help us for correction of error and restoration to obedience. But see, if we ignore the Word of God and make our feelings first, then we'll miss much of God's plan. Now let's go to John chapter 1 from the Amplified Bible, verse 1. In the beginning, before all time, was the Word Christ. The Word was with God, and the Word was God himself. Folks, there it is again. The Word Christ is God himself. Two, he was continually existing in the beginning, co-eternally with God. Three, all things were made and came into existence through him, and without him, not even one thing was made that has come into being. Folks, if there was any big bang, it all came from God. He created everything. For in him was life and the power to bestow life, and the life was the light of men. Five, the light shines in on the darkness, and the darkness did not understand it or overpower it or appropriate it or absorb it, and it is unreceptive to it. Boy, are we there right now, folks, in this world with the gross darkness and the devil's people. They are unreceptive to the light, Jesus. Six, there came a man commissioned and sent from God whose name was John. Seven, this man came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe in Christ, the light through him. My friends, this is our calling still today, the Great Commission. We testify about the light, Jesus. Why? So that all might believe in him, the light, the only way to heaven. 8. John was not the light, but came to testify about the light. 9. There it was, the true light, the genuine, perfect, steadfast light, which coming into the world enlightens everyone. 10. He, Christ, was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. Folks, think about this. God's chosen people back in the Old Testament lived with Christ, and many of those rejected him. How much more today, when now we are 2,000 years later, when so many people haven't even heard about Christ, or have rejected him and accepted another God, a false God. 11. He came to that which was his own, that which belonged to him, his world, his creation, his possession, and those who were his own people, the Jewish nation, did not receive and welcome him. 12. But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the right, the authority, the privilege to become children of God, that is, to those who believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on his name. Folks, that's our only choice. It's not about knowing Jesus in our head. It's about knowing him in our heart, receiving his lordship, adhering to, trusting in, and relying on him, the word of God. 13, who were born not of blood, natural conception, nor of the will of the flesh, physical impulse, nor of the will of man, that is, of natural father, but of God, 
That is a divine and supernatural birth. They are born of God, spiritually transformed, renewed, and sanctified. My friends, the born-again experience is supernatural. Now 14, and the word Christ became flesh and lived among us, and we actually saw his glory, glory as belongs to the one and only begotten Son of the Father, the Son who is truly unique, the only one of his kind, who is full of grace and truth, absolutely free of deception. Wow, that's a lot, folks. Verse 14 says, The Word Christ became flesh. He lived among us. And see, the ones who belong to the one and only, not not the one option that you might choose, no, the one and only Son of the Father, the only one of His kind. That's our ticket to heaven, folks. He's the Word of God, and we can't be deceived into thinking we can follow Jesus but not follow all the Bible or follow the Bible and not follow Jesus. They're one and the same. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you sent the word of God, Jesus, and he died on that cross at Calvary. And Father, I thank you that all we have to do is choose him to make that personal commitment to do what he said in John chapter 3, that we must be born again. And Romans says, if we confess him with our mouth and believe in our heart, that he died on the cross, was raised from the dead, that we will be saved, Father. Thank you for all those coming to Jesus in these last of the last days and realizing that Jesus is the Word of God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.